Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Welcome to FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast, Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I am Sean Hood, and that's Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? You know, you know it's always like the first and only. Like, I, I can't imagine anybody else doing a wrestling podcast where we were. I mean, I imagine that too, but it doesn't matter because it's a distinction that we have, and I'm going to keep pointing it out. Yeah, ex- um, exactly. Like, like every wrestler who puts a promo into the ground or whatever else keeps yeah, saying. When, when you talk about being, you know, like the, I don't know, the, the like the, the, you, you could pick a thing. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, say, say for instance, you uh, create a title and then call yourself the longest reigning whatever champion. Exactly. Uh, L- longest reigning food selfie taker. There we go. That's probably true at this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so wrestling podcast. <laughs> we got sidetracked right away. All right. Uh, FM99, well, uh, which is where we do it. Uh, you can all find all of our episodes on our, our, our – we can find our episodes very easily on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Head on over to the website. Click the media tab right under that. It says ESPR. It links you to our most recent episode. And uh, you can just check it out there. If you want to, you can go to all your major podcasting apps and just search. ESPR Wrestling, and that will get you to us. Give us a five-star rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. We greatly appreciate all of that. And uh, tell your friends, and of course, you can talk to us. We'd like to interact with you guys. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 or ESPR at FM99.com if you just need to, need to, need to send us an email. You want to talk to us about something. Want us to want us to do something for you. Uh, and of course, if you happen to be joining us live tonight, throw, feel free to throw in some comments and whatnot, questions or whatever. We're just going to kind of be. Uh, this will be a, a more, I feel like, streamlined, shorter episode, just because there's not that much yeah. going on right now. We still get we get kind of a, a, a wait until we get to SummerSlam. Um, there's no other big shows happening right now, so it's kind of just weekly stuff. Not a lot of huge news to talk about. So we'll. Uh, We'll uh, kind of just go over what happened this week, some highlights yeah. for us and whatnot. So we'll uh, we'll do that and we'll get right into it. Why not start with what just ended, SmackDown? Yeah, um, I, you know, I I will say this, and I hope they continue this with the Intercontinental Title match. Um, I li- I like this stuff. I mean, I never thought that uh, Grand Man League had a chance, but give the but give people opportunities. This is yeah, the time. You know, um, AJ is, is obviously amazing, and it was a, it was a fun matchup. I mean, you knew the outcome, which in wrestling, but seventy percent of the time we know it. But if we get a good story, we get entertained. I'm not gonna complain, so I'm not gonna complain. Sometimes I feel like we don't know it seventy percent of the time, just because sometimes <laughs> it's like, oh, you went the exact opposite way that made well, sense. Okay, gotcha. Okay, true. <laughs> um, so, in any event. Uh, yeah, you had you had some interesting stuff on SmackDown. God, I'm sorry, my nose is just, I don't know why. It's all that cocaine I did. Um, the that's uh, why I'm awake this late. I woke up at three o'clock this morning. But anyway, not really, kids. Say no to drugs. Yes. Um, I uh, I was watching SmackDown and AJ Styles and Grand Metalik uh, had a very good match. I mean, it was good. It was about 14, 15 minutes, something like that. It was an entertaining yeah, yeah, match. Had a commercial break. It was um, nice. You had uh, what was it? King Corbin against Drew Gulak, which was fine. I guess it was. What it was, yeah, where he's feuding with Matt Riddle, yeah, the shorty thing going on now, yeah. So he's got like a king's ransom he's paying to anybody who takes out uh Matt Riddle. (sighs) Can we just stop with the king thing, please? Please, I'm so done with it. We haven't actually the guy who's held on to this like the longest in recent (laughs) memory because he will not let it go. I think longer than Booker T, so I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea, but I know I'm ready for it to be over. Um, 
Shorty G uh, came out and attacked Riddle, which I guess is a heel turn for him now. He's he's helped Corbin. Yeah. It seems like he's looking at the money, which is fine. Can he stop calling himself Shorty G, please? Well, you know, you know, uh, he did call him Chad in the, in the segment prior to set yeah, up. I'm the hoping, I'm hoping we'll go back to that. So maybe it's like, dude, just call me Chad. No more short jokes. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll go back to that. Yeah. The bummer, though, is that I see him being a lackey for King Corbin. And if that's the case, that's a real problem because I was really looking forward to a Riddle versus Chad Gable match because that could be a hell of a match if it's an actual feud. But yeah. if he's with the stepping stone to get to Corbin, it's not going to be anything amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a lackey that always loses. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> we see that. Hey. Um, there was some other good, decent stuff on there. Uh, excuse me. Um, you had well, the. I- uh, we we could talk about the main event, you know. Uh, that was probably yeah. the biggest thing from the show was uh, you had uh, Bailey ch- taking on um, Nikki Cross, excuse me, to uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, and uh, I mean a good match. It was uh, both women worked really hard. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, ba- Bailey's definitely uh, improved, I think, since like WrestleMania, where her matches uh, are more more watchable than they have been. Right. I don't know, right. just the style of opponent, or maybe it just she's changed her. Heelish styles or whatever, but uh, maybe because yeah. they're Spanish, you're just like, oh my gosh, let's get through this. But she's that, doing good work for sure. She's doing yeah. good work, um, and uh, she gets the win. Uh, Banks and Bailey head to the back, and then we get um, the Fiend. Nikki. Yeah, the Fiend. Well, yeah, uh, Nikki, the, yeah. Nikki pushes off Alexa Bliss. Is that way the only she's up oh, so you get away. Yeah, yeah. Um, she clearly was very upset. You know, is what it is. What it is. And then uh, all of a sudden, the fiend shows up. Um, he does like this whole—he circles around Bliss for a second, and then he gets down on his knees, and then he applies the mandible claw to Bliss. Which you know, I kind of didn't see that part coming. Yeah, um, I, I didn't expect it. I thought he's just going to creep her out, and then, or I thought I was going to cut the black. Before yeah, I'm wondering if this is going to lead to something with her and them, or if it was just a way to get to you know to get a Braun Strowman. You know, I don't know. Could be that because yeah, the whole yeah he wants the title match next SummerSlam I, I guess and then uh, and this separates yeah. Nikki and Alexa and then you know maybe Alexa can be you know I guess although if, yeah I don't know who'd be the heel but you know they're they're gonna fight at some point once this Strowman thing's over with tends to be what they, they do just, on these shows is they're gonna because they always change anytime the fiend does something with somebody they're a changed person that's what they tell me but really nobody has ever really been changed. Um, like you know, Daniel Bryan ended up being just Daniel Bryan. Kane came yeah. back with just Kane, you know. For you, to, he stopped caring about the uh, the environment. I guess that's Bray Wyatt, not necessarily the Fiend, but even the Fiend. I mean, he faced Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan didn't really change. He faced the Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins didn't really change. He faced it, which Seth needed to change. Yeah, uh, the Miz. Then, well, they either came like a face or a heel. Like the Miz became a heel, right? Daniel he became- Goldberg, and Goldberg changed, but he just changed to becoming world champion. <laughs> So yeah, that's, that um, that's true. Yeah, you know, they, to me, they've got to be careful making making comments like that. Like, oh, they're changed forever. It's kind of like when a wrestler says that they're going to eviscerate somebody, they're going to kill, they're going to murder them. You know, blah blah blah, and then they just hit them with a finisher and pin them one, two, three. It's like, you know, it's it's like you, you got to be careful what you say because the words matter. After a while, it's like when they they used to say the same thing about Bray Wyatt before he was the fiend. He's lucky he's gotten this reset, and so people are willing to look at him with new eyes now. But people used to say that all the time about when the Wyatt family would attack somebody, and and you know, oh, they, oh, they've changed them. Oh, they're they you know they're they're changed. They're they're you know changed forever. 
and everybody ends up fine on the other side of it. Nothing happens. Bray Wyatt always got these promos where he talked about like, you know, he talked about eviscerating and leaving you for the buzzards and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it was always really dark, evil stuff. And the most you ever got was, you know, he hits the sister Abigail and pins you one, two, three. Yeah. Well, and then he had the time where he was um, usually he lost. He was, um, yeah. Uh, what was the thing with Matt Hardy? Um, what, what did he become? Um, Woken Matt Hardy? Yeah, yeah, Woken, Broken, yeah, all that stuff, yeah. WWE, I think he was woke. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, so you have this change thing, and then all of a sudden then that, that went away, and now he's, you know. He, I mean, was this his second reset, I guess, or his third reset? I don't Wait. know. Yeah, because I'm going to call it a reset with Hardy. Because I guess technically it's just, well, it would be his second reset because his first appearance was a Susky Harris. Yeah, that's right. And then he came back as Bray Wyatt. And then he came back as the fiend in Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So it would technically be his. It's his third gimmick. Second. Uh, well, I guess it's an extension of the of the the gimmick from Bray Wyatt. But uh, it's 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 his second reset, basically. Yeah. So uh, I mean, th- I mean, this is it. I mean, at this point, I mean, yeah, I don't think you can go anywhere. I mean, unless there's some other dark thing that you can get some other road you can go down with this. I can't imagine what you do next with him after this. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. If anybody could do it. It would be Bray, but I don't know who who what you do with him next. Yeah, um, but I mean, SmackDown was an enjoyable two hours, so that's good. We didn't really get a lot of SummerSlam hype, but that's again, we got time till we get there, so not too. Yeah, we, we, we got time. Yeah, uh, you want to jump to the beginning of the week? Well, uh, with with Raw, Raw happened. Raw happened. It uh, did. <laughs> oh, by the way, I think back to SmackDown. Uh, good for Biggie. Oh yes, yes, Biggie. He had a match against Miz, which I thought went a little longer than necessary. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't expect it to go as long as that. But, you know, they're stretching things out with the limited roster right now. Yeah, and I get it. I wasn't mad or anything like that. I was just surprised. Because like, uh, okay. even the beginning of the show. It was a which, good match. Which I like the beginning of the show gives me that old Saturday Night Live feel. And, and, you know, then you have the wrestlers come down to the ring. And then you go to the commercial. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, on Raw, we had Randy Orton basically saying, hey, I'm going to go after Drew McIntyre in the WWE Championship. Um, which who's shocked by that. Uh, it's really the yeah, only marquee uh, match they have on Raw right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Orton's been doing, uh, he's been, I won't say the MVP of the brand the last couple of weeks, but he's definitely, st- he's actually acting like he's interested and cares. So <laughs> The downside to this is I don't want the title to get taken off of Drew because I'd like him to have a substantial title reign, but I feel like not having the crowd there is really hurting him. Yeah. Uh, so I almost kind of hope Orton takes it off of him just so we can kind of get that moment again later when we get people back. You think like a yeah? Do we get a serious rematches? I don't know. I mean, at least he gets some different people to challenge for, for Randy. I know people have been complaining how he's fighting this, but like he's been fighting guys that don't need to fight other guys. I mean, he's got a feud with the Big Show because that's that's the company they keep. Big Show's not going to fight somebody else unless he's putting somebody over. Right. Uh, right. You know, Edge is going to fight legends. You know, he's not going to fight a guy to you know that he doesn't need to fight when Edge is healthy. Yeah. Um. You know, there's probably some other guys in that in that, that same company, but you know, like if Triple H is going to come back, he's going to, you know, he's going to fight a Cena, he's going to fight an Orton. Yeah. It's got to mean, you know, it's it's almost like a class. I mean, he can face a lot of the newer guys, but it's got to mean something. Yeah. Um, yeah, like when he did the tag match, and that was fine with uh, with uh, Andrade and uh, and Angel Garza a couple of weeks ago, and he straightened them out. Drew, Drew McIntyre, I thought, kind of had a crappy week. Just because um, you know Orton calls him out and everything, and then he has this re- this rematch against Dolph Ziggler, which the match again the match again was fine, but 
but he's like, oh, I'm going to tell you the stipulation right before the match, just like you did to me. And then it's like, oh, it's the same thing you chose, except we can both use weapons. And yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> what the hell was the... It shouldn't have been... There should have been no competition at all. He should have just steamrolled McIntyre at that point, or uh, uh, Ziggler at that point. Ziggler, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just silly. And I mean, if you have the chance for vengeance, why wouldn't you say it's the exact same thing, but reversed? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I can use weapons, you can't. Like, why would you live, let him use... I didn't... I didn't, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. No, um, no, some of the booking that makes sense. Just, but then I mean, but it was a, it was a good match regardless. And then Orton, of course, you had, you knew the RKO was coming, yeah, uh, from a mile away. They uh, out of nowhere, a uh, bull crap. We all knew he was going to do it. Um, but he lands it and sets up clearly for the title match between the two of them at SummerSlam, which should be good, all things considered. Yeah, I, um, I think so. I I absolutely detest what they are doing with Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Uh, I, I I know you jumped to Sasha, so that's kind of where we're going. Women's division. Yeah, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Um, Shayna comes back. She's supposed to be a badass. The first thing she does is beat up ninjas, and then she has this uh, standing brawl with Nia Jax, which really, it's I know it's supposed to look like chaos and like they're both crazy to get at each other, but really, what it looked like, if you go back and watch it, what it looks like is that Shayna can't compete with Nia. Yeah, because Nia looks like a or whatever, and it's like, come get me. And then the people would separate them, and then this Nia, yeah. can never get to Nia. Just yeah, like, and whenever they did, Nia was the one who came out on top. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever, whatever they were doing. So it was like it just didn't look good for Shannon. I'm like, why, why? Stop trying to make us. Stop trying to force us to take Nia as the monster on the, on the roster. She's not. Shayna is. Like, yeah. let it be Shayna. It is Shayna. Um, and while we're talking about the women's division. Sasha two belts, you know, yeah. main event. Uh, well, it wasn't the main, it was the main event. No, it was not. No, no it was right. Drew, Drew Dolph was the main event. This should have been, I but I know we're setting up Drew's the match prior. Yeah. Um, good match. Really good match. Um, yeah. yeah. And I um, thoroughly enjoyed the way they got out of Asuka eating a pin. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want Asuka to lose in general, but if she had to, at least she didn't have to eat a pin or tap out or something like that. Um, this was a clever way for them to get around it because it kind of see. I'll even give them credit. It seemed like when when Stephanie goes, "Oh, if you get yourself DQ'd or blah 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 blah, you lose the belt. You know, your you know your opponent can win the belt." Yeah. First off, that seems when when Stephanie said that that was dumb because realistically, what happened at the pay per view when Bailey put on the shirt and counted three it didn't count. I feel like so. so yeah. So uh, so Carrie Singh gets beat up by Bailey outside the ring. Um, yeah. Kind of a way to send Kiara Ring or Kiara Sane out of the WWE because she's leaving, unfortunately. Um, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Which which is a shame. And um, so so what they will do is uh, I don't know with Asuka unless she gets somebody like a new partner or uh, some somebody else. But um, but so yeah, so uh, Asuka gets counted out. Bailey is your champ or uh, but Bailey is a double champ. But uh, Sasha is your double champ. And the Bailey retaining tonight, so they have all the women's titles right now, which is really weird because like they tease like the dissension for a while, you know, and then now, now they completely got away from that because I guess they thought, oh, well, yeah, maybe with Carrie leaving, maybe that's why they decided to, uh, you know, to do this angle with what's giving oh, I'm, sure I'm sure it was. And it was a good way to get out of it. Um, it made yeah. it made Kyrie look fine, or it made Oscar uh, look good, like a good friend. She was more concerned with her than she was with the match. Um, you know, is what it is. Is the best way you could get out of that without having Oscar eat a pin or a submission at that point. Yeah, yeah. 
But you know, it, it Raw had ups and downs, but it was okay. I think SmackDown was the better show, but I, I think so this week too. Uh, and well, Alistair Black—that's the other thing. Um, what's going on? The eyeball. I, can we please stop with the eyeball? Yeah, I just, I just hate watching that. That that just I just. Well, and this one was even worse because there was absolutely nothing keeping Aleister Black from using his arm or hand or something to block his eye from hitting yeah. the thing. There was nothing stopping him, and they did it anyway. And it's like, really? Really? It just made no sense because it, it looked bad for Aleister. And again, it's such a corny... Um, um, just, just I, It's a corny uh, attack because it just doesn't look good, and nobody believes you really took out his eye like that. Um, yeah. You know, we let you get away with it, Rey Mysterio. We, let's let's move on from that, please. And if this leads to another eye for an eye match, I swear I'm not watching. I, I will no, skip right no, over it. It's, it's a bummer because I love Aleister Black. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him, too. I, I don't think they figured out what to do with him. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, Vince, go- Vince just clearly doesn't understand. You want to go NXT or AEW? You want to go off of better call? You go AEW? Sure. <laughs> I why not? They won the ratings war this week. We might as well. Yeah. Um, AEW happened. <laughs> hey, uh, you look who showed up. Hey, the former Zack Ryder. Well, you have the with the Cody yeah. match. match um, the, uh, the Cody match, and then uh, uh, the former Zack to the rescue, who I didn't think would end up in AEW, but okay, good for him. Um, yeah. So that's I mean, another. It's another name. <laughs> I'm being short with them. There was some good stuff on there. It was Cody versus Warhorse, who was really known from Japan and whatnot, um, and, and the Indies and whatnot. But Japan, but uh, like Warhorse, I really like Warhorse. But this match proved to me that there's a difference between the level Cody's on and the, the level a lot of other guys are on in the Indies. Yeah. Because there were times I'm watching the match where Warhorse just looked like he was a little out of his depth. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like it just didn't. It just didn't seem quite as polished as what Cody does. Well, that was – who was it last week prior that uh, Cody fought? That um, was the other guy? Was Eddie Kingston. Uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Who got yeah. signed. There. Yeah, who got, who got signed, by the way. But but, but it was but it's another one where you're like, why does this guy look winded, you know, five minutes into this match? Or well, I mean, he's been – he's, he's you know, he's, I say older. He's He's been in it for a long time. So he's, yeah. he's a lot of years on him and whatnot. And um, he, uh, you know – Eddie Eddie was a, is a good wrestler. He's a good worker, but he's a great talker. I'd like to see him work as somebody's promo machine. Um, I think he'd work great like that. Um, other than that, on the show, uh, you had John Moxley and Darby Allen versus uh, Brian Cage and Ricky uh, Ricky Starks. It was a tornado tag match, and it was a it was it was a crazy match. Um, Really entertaining. What, what, what's the difference between that and other AEW tag matches? <laughs> yeah, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find out, wouldn't you? Because they don't—they don't ever really care about who tags in and out. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 I thought the—I thought the opening match, you know, the ten man was was pretty good. I mean, that—that that was a lot. It was, it was fun. It was entertaining. It was a lot of—it was a lot, but it was. It was know, yeah. But it, it was entertaining. Um. You had uh, Kenny Omega and Paige still a tag team beating all the the actual tag teams, which I don't love. Um, I wish we'd just hurry along the thing where he, where where Kenny and, and Paige have their falling out and lose the titles already, because there's a lot of real tag teams that are just not getting anything to do at the moment. Yeah, yeah, isn't that weird? And I'm not, not going to grab an AW, but like, oh, tag teams will have a chance or whatever else. And then oh, here's a makeshift tag team because we don't know what to do with Kenny Omega. We haven't figured it out yet. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
And Which is a shame because, I mean, you know, Adam Page is fine too. For anybody watching this, just so you don't think we hate AEW, we really don't. I like AEW. I just think there's some things that, that you just, if you look at anything and think that it's perfect, you're kidding yourself. You're just lying. Everything has things they could improve upon. One of the things I think AEW could improve upon is how they present Kenny Omega. Because yes. I do not think he has been presented well since this company reestablished themselves. Um, and finally, at uh, Hikaru Shida versus... Uh, Oh, Eric chiming in as someone who is in the business, the future of the business is depressing. Um, uh, you know, it, you're it's, not wrong, it's, Eric. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this: there's lots of opportunity out there as far as places to go on on TV and whatnot now between WWE and NXT and AEW and even Impact if you want to count it. Bring um, up Honor when they had Honor. Yeah, I mean, there's places to go. There's so there's at least opportunity out there. Yeah. But boy, uh, the state of the business right now is not real great in a lot of places where you stop and look. But I mean, in a lot of the, a lot of that, we we have to take into account a lot of that has to do with the time we're in right now. Yeah, yeah. Like this, uh, if, if this was the exact same time frame in a different, you know, without the pandemic going on, how would it look? It might look different. You know, we wouldn't have guys missing. We wouldn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, because I think a year ago we were like, "Isn't this a great time to be a wrestling fan?" You have AEW, you yeah. have WWE, you know, NXT now has you know a, a weekly show. Uh, there, there is a lot of stuff out there, and, and you know, there's stuff that we like, you know, in, in WWE and NXT and AEW, and there's stuff that we hate. You know, I mean, I just make fun of the tag team thing because that that does seem to be a thing of the AEW tag. Oh match no, I agree with you. I agree with which, you. Which is like frustrating because I'll enjoy the match, but it's like, come on, man, like. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be 1985 all over again with the style of tag match, but but just no, but we at least pretend like the rules matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm I'm a, I'm a stickler for that. I get I get annoyed when guys don't use tag ropes. Oh, you know, geez. I mean, I understand that's pretty, that's meh these days, but it annoys me. I'm like, come on, use the, it's right there. Just hold the dang rope and and tag in. Um, yeah. it is what it is. But again, I enjoy AEW. They had some good stuff on there. Uh, their women's champion Akarashita took on Diamante. Um, that was rough. That wasn't, that was not one of their, their better women's matches. Um, yeah, yeah. Diamante and Ivelisse faced each other on, I can't remember if it was dark or on dynamite last week, but they, they had a match and that was a little rough, but it worked. This one just yeah. didn't, it wasn't as good. Um, so did you like MJF's promo? Uh, I did. I did. He's clearly setting himself up for the, uh, the world title area, which is, which is good. He's, he's the best heel they have. Yes, yeah, because he, he he's been my favorite he's the best wrestling heel they have. No, yes. but he's the best heel they have. Well, I but he cuts he cuts great promos because him and Joey Janela were two guys I liked when AEW kind of got going, and MJF yeah. is kind of you know Joey they haven't is different place now, but MJF has really stepped up, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping that he gets some opportunities. I like I like watching his promos. I like watching him wrestle. Oh yeah, and um, you they know, great character work. Yeah, yeah, which is tough to do in AEW. So I give him credit for making that work because that they. It's like not trying to be cool. He's he's just like no boomy. Well, it's, it's not Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy hands and pants and you know whatever. Just I mean, I'm fine with it from time to time, but <laughs> I, I just like anything else. Like we say this about the New Day too. It's just like I want them to know when it's time to stop being goofy. And yeah. also, at least Orange Cassidy does. He gets to a point every you know in his matches or or in his feuds. Where we're done being, you know, goofy, and it's I'm going to come out swinging, um, and that's good. He, he should do that. Show that kind of intensity because that's what's really going to make the crowd pop for it. This is why it sucks. He's another guy that I think is really suffering from the crowd not being there. He, he needs a crowd because I do wonder when, whenever this comes back. Yeah, 
like, where is he going to be? You know, because we have held on to our because everybody was loving him before all this happened. But will we still be loving him after all this is over? Now that we've kind of gotten him pushed in a big way with nobody there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's a good question. Uh, there's a lot of people that you're gonna like come out on the other side of this thing, and when crowds return, you're gonna find out who who's actually over, and who does the company think is over. Yeah, like you're gonna find out a lot of that. I think come the other side of this pandemic. And, and, and you know what wrestlers will come back. You know, is you know Charlotte going to be healed uh, magically when uh, this is over? Uh, you know, and she deserves a break. So, from what I understand, she just had some surgery, some cosmetic type surgery, and yeah, uh, for her shoulder or whatever. And she's um she's you know she's going to miss SummerSlam, but she's not going to be out much longer than that. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? And, and it's, but sometimes it's not bad for them to go away. We we talked about this. Like, oh no, you know there's there's no off season. Uh, you know, I mean, the timing of Becky Lynch, you know, that they get pregnant, like, you look back, like, wow, what, what an opportunity to not be here. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, it was just how that worked out for um, NXT. Was NXT? It is. Yeah, I mean, the Keith Lee thing going on. I enjoyed Keith Lee's promo. It was very intense. I liked it a lot. Um, Which for him, yeah, and carrying cross thing going on. That's uh, I'm into that. He needs this. He needs this. I mean, Keith is great, but um, but get him fired up. That intensity, because man, I mean, you know, whew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, and I like it. He well, that's that's the thing. I liked his intensity this week in the promo. Yeah. Um, the only things that really stood out to me on the show big time were that. Um, I I liked Mercedes Martinez versus Shotzi Blackheart because it made Mercedes look like a, a badass. She needs that. Uh, yeah, she does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but it worked for week one, you know, off to a good start with her, you know, I guess week two, technically. Yeah. Um, but she's off to a good start with her character and everything on NXT. Um, she's kind of like the new Shayna Baszler on the show, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you had the triple threat determine the uh, North American um, ladder match, North American title ladder match qualifier thing. Um, it was good. Good. It was Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher, and Finn Balor. Yeah. And it was good. I don't know that Dexter Loomis was the right guy to win. I guess maybe. I'm not complaining about him winning. I'm complaining about how he won because you've been doing nothing but building up Timothy Thatcher as this amazing yeah. wrestler, and then he gets put to sleep by Loomis. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it, like that just doesn't make sense to me for, for Thatcher. Yeah, yeah, it, it seems kind of weird in that situation that they would take a guy that, you know, they're kind of hinting at, well, this is going to be a guy or it could be a guy, and you put him in this match, and then you have an upset of, of sorts. And it's um, an upset, but it's just, it's not only that it's an upset, it's that you couldn't have done, like, there's not another way you could have done this, and like Thatcher, we've seen in the Thatcher's Thatch Can Wrestling uh, videos yeah. that he's done, where he's training people, where he always kind of takes liberties and whatnot, you couldn't maybe come up with something where he's he's too busy focusing on making it painful that he doesn't pay attention and get maybe gets himself pinned on accident um, or something. Why did you have to make him pass out like to a submission hold? Like that bothers me because he's supposed to be the guy teaching people how to get in and out of these things and how to do the most damage. Like, I don't know, it just bothered me for his character. But I mean, again, the match was fine. Uh, Loomis's uh, Loomis's character has, has been working well for him. People, you know, seem to be responding yeah. to it. Um, he's really into it. So yeah. Uh, I got a question here from uh, Patrine. What is the difference between NXT and North American belt? 
roughly the same thing as like the WWE and Intercontinental belt. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. Two different, two different right back in the, the world champ in the, in the U.S. title. It's a, it's a secondary yeah. title. Um, no, I don't know in NXT, but it has the same meaning like it does in WWE where it's supposed to be the workers title because usually it goes to like That's the, the better workers. That's the way it kind of feels. But I mean, even then, I mean, you look at the guys that are holding the world title now, they're all crazy workers too. So I don't know. Maybe that's not really what it is. I think they just wanted a secondary championship to have because they needed something to have these other guys feuding over. Yeah. I, I, the Johnny Gargano uh, match I, I thought was all right. On, I guess uh, Roderick Strong. I mean, it's never going to be bad with the two of them in the ring, but I just, I kind of stopped and went, why? They're both bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a little confusing yeah. part because I'm like, I mean, I, I know they've been, because Roderick's been the one that's been going through the, the, was it the counseling or whatever it is with his? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Dexter Loomis, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if this is some sort of transitional thing that they're gonna. I don't know, but it, it, it didn't make sense. Yeah. I, the matchup didn't make sense. The, match, the match was fine. Yeah. It just, the matchup was like, why are they, why are they wrestling? So. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So you know that's that's the week that was in wrestling. Um, <laughs> Not much more week. Oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of. Um, Fast forward. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of NXT, by the way, if you want to check this out real quick, I had a chance to speak with uh, Ben Bruce of Asking Alexandria, the band, uh, the, uh, the like a week and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, and he, uh, very nice guy. We talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, their, you know, music, their hobbies, what he's been doing to keep himself busy during the quarantine, um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, and we talked a little bit about how he had a uh, a tie-in with wrestling. Um, because Asking Alexandria has had several songs used by WWE, specifically NXT. Uh, so we I, we get to talk a little bit about the WWE connection, and so that's what this is. I'm not sure about you, but me personally, I'm a wrestling fan, right. and you guys have done music for WWE, for NXT, their show. Yes. And were you a wrestling fan to begin with? How did that happen? It's weird because I've always, like, when I was a kid, I was a big, big, big wrestling fan. My dad got me into, it was still called WWF. when I At the was, time, yeah. At, at the time, you know, and um, I was obsessed with The Undertaker. Like back when he came out with the big dongs and his long mm -hmm. hair and his hat, like I was like, that guy is cool. Back when everyone thought Caden was his brother. Um, yes. So I was, I was really, really, really big into it then. I was really big into sports. And then I kind of lost track of what was going on in wrestling. And then I got reintroduced to it a years later um, through a guy called uh, the ultimate warrior, who I'm, I'm sure, you know, Yeah. Uh, and we did, we did that episode with him um because we we had drinking and drug problems and he thought he could save us uh looking back now you know uh not the greatest of times but we so i got introduced to him through that and then i started looking at wrestling more and i realized which i didn't when i was a kid the huge sort of bond there is between wwe fans or wrestling fans in general and the rock community and I was yeah. like, oh, cool. And then I started discovering how supportive um, wrestling, uh, not only to fans, but WWE uh, is of rock bands, you know, and that's how we started working with them and making, I think that they've used Into the Fire when the lights come on, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Antisocious maybe when none, One Turns to None. They've used a bunch of our songs, like, and I'm, you know, which is awesome for us. I'm super thankful. And it's, uh, it's a really cool thing too, because the owner of our label, Ash Albertson, is a huge wrestling fan as well. So uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Oh well, then you've got to get then the label. The owner of your label is a very uh, you know smart person. I'd get along well with them. Yeah. The the warrior thing that he talked about, I, I, I went on YouTube to watch that video. I know you watched it afterwards. 
holy smokes uh, yeah intense it, it, intense and this was i think what two years maybe before warrior died but uh yeah it was, it was, a, it was a pilot for a tv show this may have been the only episode um and definitely like i, I don't know where they would have aired this because there was there was uh, a lot of cussing on the show. i mean they could have beefed the bejesus out of it, it would have been fine but but uh, but the warrior i mean puts them i mean like speaks the way he the way he tells the story about and, and motivating these guys to not drink and everything else and it just talks it's, it's like a, it's like a combination of like a, a drill instructor and scared straight and yeah. and like an episode of intervention like all mixed into one and and then also like the biggest loser like the workout show it's like yeah, they somehow yeah. mixed all of that in together and came up with this concept and it was actually i mean it was intense and it was only like eight or nine minutes long it wasn't crazy long to watch yeah but, yeah but, but man yeah, the band's like, yeah, we we work out on stage every night because we're jumping around for thirty minutes. He's like, that's not a workout. Here's some oh. chains. Go run some suicide. Yeah. Go uh, run some suicide runs or whatever. And he, he puts more <laughs> chains on him. And he's like, all right, squats. And he, you know, he, uh, it, it is it is intense to say the least. And it also kind of lets you see. I mean, you just saw the video there with Ben Bruce, so I do recommend that you go check out the the inner the the video with them online. Just I mean, Google Warrior and uh, asking we'll, Alexander. We'll, we'll, we'll link it in the, the comments of the video below here. So um, okay, um, when we repost it, and yes. the um, uh, but it's 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 intense, and it really lets you see. You look at Ben Bruce here, and you can tell he is in a completely different place in his life than he was back in that video with the Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, which was especially especially for that band too, because I know they had some uh, challenges for a while, and then one guy left and he came back. So I'm glad they worked that yeah, out. Yeah, right, uh, Danny. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, yeah. So uh, very interesting. What a really good guy to talk to. Awesome. A uh, lot of fun. Uh, that whole interview up is, is up, by the way, if you want to find it on the uh, FM99 Facebook page and the YouTube page, if you want to go check it out, um, go give it a watch. It's a it's a very good interview, if I do say so myself. Not just because I was in it. In any event, uh, so I guess that's it. <laughs> so that's it for this week. Uh, we're gonna get out of here. It is. Oh, uh, we got one. We got one more question that came in oh, earlier. Okay. All right, what do we got? Uh, it pertains back to SmackDown, but this came after. What is up with Naomi and Lacey? Uh, uh, I can answer fight. this. I, I can answer this actually. Um, Vince is an idiot. That's what's up with them. Uh, <laughs> we decided to turn Lacey heel because we did a freaking karaoke segment. They make uh, that's a funny comedy segment. Well, I can do this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought the Lacey thing was kind of working out. I like the colors, by the way. The, the colors on her work much better than the, the other outfit. Yeah, I don't care. But uh, um, I'm 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 super it's, angry it's, that they decided to turn her heel by doing a dumb karaoke contest. Yeah, and she yeah. lost, so she turns heel. That is the dumbest thing I've 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 seen in a long time. Um, and especially like Naomi gets that whole Naomi deserves better or whatever it is, the hashtag online. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, they're acknowledging it. So I guess maybe that's part of it. You know, they're, they're, they're working that way, but we'll hey, see maybe, if it goes anywhere. Maybe, maybe they started it. <laughs> I, you know, I never, you don't want to give them that much credit. Right? I never want to give them that much credit. I never right. want to give them that much credit. I, I, I don't like the 50, 50 booking, but like, I, you know uh, that that that's yeah uh, that, that's a WWE thing. I just I just don't, don't I know. It. Um, so what are we talking about? Is there anything happening next week? Because it, it, we're still like three weeks away from SummerSlam, so it's not even a preview episode. 
So, um, so but next week we'll we'll find something hopefully that happens in the wrestling world that we can talk about. Uh, I was wondering how long you were going to drink, so I keep stretching it out. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm sitting here drinking, and I'm going, is he just trying to fill while I'm drinking? Like, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm drinking a lot, a lot, a lot of water. Leave me alone. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, we'll have to hope that uh, maybe something exciting happens next week. Um, again, send your suggestions to us at ESPR at FM99.com if you want us to check anything out, review anything for you. We actually have one in the tank that yes. if nothing else, you know what, maybe we should check that out. And uh, at least maybe, maybe that's what we do next week. Is, yeah. uh, is that. I, I will uh, finalize oh, you know that. What it was? Yeah, I don't want to tell you because if nothing happened, then we don't look good. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't feel like it would be hard to watch it and give a short review to you. Oh, oh, that! Oh, I thought you meant the pending guest. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. I mean that we got the email <laughs> from the listener who wanted us to oh, watch yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, maybe we do that uh, this weekend or something. That's a, we can do that easy. That's that's. We got a week between now and then. We can watch a one show between now and then. It's a thousand degrees outside. You know, I, I am. I'm not, not going out there. Not going out there. No, it's not even fun to bike ride in this weather, and I love biking. Yeah. So um, yeah. I was asking, do you remember what that show was that he wanted us to to review? Uh, if you stretch, I, I can I can look for it right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, because again, we we want you guys to email us at espr@fm99.com. Uh, let us know if you guys have questions about stuff that's going on. Like, do what are your takes on the stuff that's happening right now? Do you disagree with us on something? You know, I like we're not a big fan of what they're doing with um, like I just said, Lacey Evans. Do you have a different opinion? We want to hear from you guys. Uh, you know, what's your thought on Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the title? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, why? Like, we're genuinely interested in y'all's opinions on this. So by all means, ESPR at FN99.com. And if you want us to check something out and do a review for it, uh, give you a take on it, we are more than happy to do that. And Dave looks like he has it right now. November 30th, 1991, a Madison Square Garden show. Uh, that's on the, uh, the old school uh, in-ring stuff on the WWE Network. I think that was when... Um, the Undertaker was like champion for like six days. I think they had a they had a show at MSG, and I think he fought the Bulldog at that on that card. I believe. Oh wow! If I remember that, because that was before this Tuesday in Texas. Okay. So, um, yeah, yeah, that, that. that's that's me. I, it's luckily in the system. All those useless dates. Uh, oh, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. It <laughs> operates with all the wrestling bits. <laughs> yeah, believe me. We we talked earlier Royal Rumbles. I could run through the. Uh, I couldn't give you the order, but I could tell you all thirty guys that were in the match, which is really scary. Up to about nineteen ninety two. But uh, I can't tell you everybody I saw at work today. I don't. You know. <laughs> well, it's a little different nowadays. And sometimes I, I see uh, part of your crew. Um, it's some like I think like I haven't seen like one person I saw like it's the first time I seen them in like two weeks. So. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and we're in the building at the same time. We don't see each other anymore. So there it goes. True. Um, but yeah, but but anything like that, and that was through our Facebook page, by the way. So uh, let us know. Uh, you know so next uh, week. So we'll do that. Next week, we'll possibly have a special guest, and we will give a review of this uh, WWE live event from Madison Square Garden, 1991, November 3rd. Uh, November 30th. November 30th. It, 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 yeah, it, it was because Survivor Series was on a Wednesday. It was in Detroit. Okay. The greatest challenge with uh, Hogan and Undertaker. Dave can't uh, give us all these details. And, and, and then, I didn't know was the day. That's all I wanted. For six days was the Undertaker, and then then the following Tuesday was Tuesday in Texas. I'm, I, nobody nobody bothered to see what those abbreviated letters would be. <laughs> in any event, yeah, Tuesday mm. in Texas, folks. Let's just just put that together, like NASA. You know, like see what it spells. 
In any event, until next week when we will dive into Madison Square Garden, possibly have a special guest, and hopefully uh, have plenty more time to answer your questions and comments. Uh, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and... Repeat. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, no, he needs his cheap pop. I forgot. Good night, everybody. Ha, ha, ha.